Welcome everybody to the Big Dudes in the Trenches podcast. I am Doug, as always, joined by Bug and Tug. I can say as always again because it's been so many episodes in a row. Feels incredible. Uh, it might be a little risky though. I, I was gonna, risky. I was going to say I was impressed. We finally figured it out. Ben loaded us all <laughs> in such a way that he didn't have to do the screen hopping game. This is this is great. If you don't know what the screen hopping game. It's the fantastic game of hopscotch you can totally witness if you watch us live on Twitch. <laughs> uh, or demonstration for you because Tug wanted to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, we're going to ask you to read the links later. You are um, going to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can also check us out for visual purposes on YouTube. I uh, do recommend going to the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel to do so. That's where all of our fellow podcast friends are as well. But the best way to watch us, of course, is on Twitch. Big dudes in the trenches on there. You can hang out in the chat and we'll answer your comments in real time. Very exciting stuff. Uh, if you are live with us on Twitch, you will know this is the last of our FCS conference preview series live shows. But if you're watching us after the fact on YouTube or on audio platforms, this is part one of five of that stream. So (laughs) strap in, folks. We got plenty of stuff to keep talking about because there are 13 conferences in the FCS, and we've only hit on eight of them so far. So today, right now, we're about to dive into the NEC, the Northeast Conference. Before we do so, fellas, got anything you want to throw out there? We are less than one week away from meaningful football, and I am so excited. Yeah, and if you're an audio listener, you're probably going to be wondering why I'm saying this right now, but fuck the Ivy League. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. we'll cover that later. I don't know why they would know that now. Because it's not going to be in this episode, or the next one, or the one after that, or <laughs> the one after that. But then it'll be in that. The other it, one after it'll, all it'll, it'll be, one it'll after be in that, part yeah. five. <laughs> We'll get there eventually. We got the NEC up first here. Now, the the Northeast Conference has been back and forth in recent years. Got to say, Sacred Heart looked like a dominant program for a while, Uh, but they've had their first losing season last year for a while. Really, the first losing season since 2017, I believe. And St. Francis took the reins. I don't know if they're going to hand it back anytime soon. St. Francis looks pretty dang good. Uh, I will say, other than St. Francis, you probably have three teams vying for second place, maybe contending with St. Francis for the NEC title, including first-year eligible for the postseason, Merrimack. They just finished their transition from Division II. Uh, Last year was the final year of their probation. I hate the NCAA. There should be no probation. If you're ready to jump up, jump up. If you can't win, that's your own problem. Jump I up, jump up and I get think down. We all agree with that. And you know, Merrimack's a D one school in pretty much every other sport. Their hockey program is one of the best in the nation. So it's insane to me that we have to put these limitations. And we complain about this in other episodes as well. Even talking about our group of five conferences, how Sam Houston's not eligible. JMU still isn't eligible, even though they wholeheartedly deserved a bowl game last year. This is just ridiculous. One team in here is not eligible still. That is Stonehill. This is their second season in Division I after coming up from Division II. Uh, Last year, their first year, they did go four and five. So not looking too bad. D2 
decent across both the trenches there. I don't expect a whole ton out of Stonehill, though, to be honest with you. No, I, I, I don't either. Uh, actually, I'm going to key in on the one thing that sticks out to me on this. It's a team that I really don't expect to do a lot this year, but I'm looking for them to continue to build. Uh, you see them up there a bunch, which is weird that I said I don't expect them to do that well this year, but it's Long Island University, who I never even knew had a Division One team. Uh, but they've got a quarterback who's not on this list, Luca Stanzani. And I know I probably just said it wrong, even though you told me how to pronounce it. Like, No, you, you got it. You know. Hey, hey. Oh, my right. God. Because I mispronounced uh, it for you earlier. So there you go. All right. Uh, we figured it out together. But but here's the thing. <laughs> He's clearly got the weapons in Michael Love, uh, Devon Wells, and Owen Glasgow. But he is a true sophomore. He is coming off a 4-0 in his first four starts. Uh to help them finish the season four and seven. So really he's not on this list, but that's going to be the key to Long Island university development this year. Uh, if he can continue to improve. Which that is a crazy stat. They started the year. Oh, and seven. And then this guy came in and they finished four and seven. That is incredible. But yep. yeah, you know, like another one of those kind of tier two of the conference though. Yep. It feels very much like St. Francis. And then some combination of Merrimack Long Island and, yep. My other one there would be Duquesne. Duquesne is really... Well, why are we talking about this here? Let's talk about it here. Well, because I was going to point out some names, but that's all right. We can keep... Okay, we can go back. <laughs> I have the power. Look, look, he's you mentioning his three-tier list. We have a five-tier list. It's different slightly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say that you're not going to see too many Duquesne logos on this slide because they're kind of in that too deep of an all-conference team at a lot of positions. But, man, Duquesne is second team is one of the most talented teams in this conference. They were so banged up last year that I didn't have any realistic way to put any of those guys on the first team all-conference here. Uh, well, if they I think stayed it, healthy, they might have very well been all over the place here. And I think it surprised a lot of people last year, too, that Duquesne finished where they did because there were some pretty high expectations for them coming into the year, especially off the year they had two seasons ago. Well, yeah, two seasons ago was the first ever win for an NEC school over an FBS opponent when Duquesne beat Ohio University. Yep. The Slobcats. Oh, God. But all right, I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready. Right, you you sure? You, all are. you ready now? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Okay. Okay. No, wait, go no, going back. <laughs> oh, okay. I have the power. <laughs> I mean, we all have the power. I'm technically, but I'm gonna pretend that I don't have the power. Because, oh, okay. Because you know that's the order of operations here. You, you Bug know... controls what thing we're looking at, and Tug reads the links. That's, you, that's... <laughs> You know who doesn't have the power? Central Connecticut State <laughs> University does not have the power. That is probably very true. Um, I'm not expecting much out of them. I never expect much out of them, but I'm really not expecting them to do much at all this year again. They've kind of just accepted that they're the trash can of the NEC. Uh, maybe not the worst team, but they're definitely okay with uh, looking to next year all the time. I don't think they've accepted that. They did just bring in a brand new head coach, Adam Lechtenberg, coming in from Virginia Tech staff. Very exciting. Very, very cool name there. Uh, they do have a, a great left resume. tackle. They do have a great left tackle. That's about it. 
Yep. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the the demon the blue devil head is pretty cool though. Unfortunately, gets cut off in this uh, this format here, but yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's Dece. Uh Duquesne up next here. Duquesne for me is potentially really good. That's kind of where I'm leaning with them. them though. So I would put them in a tough out just because it is kind of hard to classify where they're actually going to be. This team's obviously going to be very different than it was two years ago when they did have such high success. But at the right. same time, they're going to be – we don't know if they're going to be you know, looking if, to the future, really. If I could guarantee that they were going to stay healthy all year, I'd be tempted to put them into playoff contenders, but I can't. I do take St. Francis over them. Uh, I don't know if I really take yeah. anybody else on a standard Saturday over them. I'm leaning towards really good. Um, if I was teetering on really good, I would put them down to tough out just to knock them for the injuries. But for me, even with that, I still expect them to have a really good season this year. I think I'm more comfortable putting them in really good just because, I mean, that's hard to see. But I think it's uh, more fair because there are a couple other teams right in that range that's going to be tough to rank them unless we yep. spread them out accordingly. Uh, one of those teams being Long Island here, who I think deserves to be in the tough out. Yeah, that's that's fair because their quarterback is unknown. They have all the weapons they need. Uh, but Luca Stanzani is still kind of an unknown wild card with only four games under his belt. You really don't know what he's bringing. Um, well, and, and outside of... Eric O'Neill, what do you really know about? Yeah, that what do you have on defense? Right. It, and even he was a true freshman last year. So LIU's really young. It's a tough out program with upside towards really good, but I'm only comfortable putting them in tough out. Yeah, I would bump them up to really good because I love the shark logo, but that's not a really good reason to actually bump somebody up. We've done it before. We make the rules. Uh, I will say, though, it is kind of hard to fuck up a shark logo. Even if you have it coming out of a yeah. triangle. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I do like the colors of the shark, too, though. The nice right. light blue, a little bit of yellow in there. Mm. Perfection. <laughs> for all those sharks all the, that you find up near Long Island. All the, all those beautiful East Coast, Northeast Coast sharks. Yep. Yes. Hey, and Street Sharks is streaming on Peacock. We're not a paid sponsorship there, but I love that show. It's on the it's cock. Nostalgic. You love the cock. On the cock. I mean, maybe. So to speak. You, you love to you love taking a ride on the cock every now and then. All right, moving on to Merrimack. <laughs> All I am now is thinking of our one year old viewer going, Oh God. Oh God. Um I, I I'm tempted to put Merrimack right behind Duquesne. Here and really good. I do think they are better than Long Island right now. Uh, and this, this is their first year eligible for a postseason bid, which I think will be some motivation. I I think you're right. I think Merrimack's going to come out with something to play for. They want to make a statement in their first year of eligibility. Um, man, they're and it's a team with momentum that they've been building. I really don't see them slowing down all that much in this first year of eligibility. I, I don't enough. have a ton of comments about Merrimack. I just know I, fig that I figured that out it, shortly. <laughs> it's uh, 
it's a long time coming for them to be in D1 in football, uh, even if they their official college bookstore is uh, through an independent bookstore in Memphis. What? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, story time. I worked at an off-campus bookstore in college. And, of course, our our normal, you know, most of our our books were for the University of Memphis. That was like the front shop. In the back shop, not only were we a Chegg, uh, Chegg Courier, we also were the official online bookstore for Merrimack University. They didn't have a bookstore on their campus or near their campus, from what I was told, at least. So we also had all of Miramax books what? Uh, in our back shop. Yep. I find Merrimack it hard. in North Andover, Massachusetts. Yes. One of the, hold on. One of our friends is from North Andover, and you know how rich he is. I find it hard to believe. Yeah, well, so you know how – actually, you don't. Doug, do you know how the university bookstore will always fuck you over because they charge the oh, most? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So these kids are having to go to the official university bookstore online, and instead of you know typing those same price, you know those same books and ISBNs into Amazon, they would send hate mail to us about how much we were charging. We're like, I don't know what you want us to do. Like you could, you absolutely can find wow. this cheaper than else. So that that probably explains the uh, <laughs> average IQ of a student attending Merrimack University. Yeah, mommy and daddy paid for them to go, and it's a private exactly. school at that. Yeah, <laughs> just just for that story. <laughs> <laughs> below duquesne you go uh, <laughs> i i do want to go ahead and jump to sacred heart uh which sacred heart has one thing going for them would be you know, running back malik grant if he gets a thousand yards this season he would become the eighth player in nec history they have three consecutive 1,000-yard rushing seasons, so that's cool if that happens. Um, not sure if it does happen. I don't like their offensive line as much as uh, two years ago. Last year was pretty rough, too, so maybe he can do it anyway. Now thinking about it. Um, but, yeah, Sacred Heart is needs some work, it feels like. A pretty steep drop-off after a couple of dominant runs there. I'm tempted to put them behind Long Island in the tough outs anyway, just because of the tradition of success and how great I know Malik Grant to be. But honestly, it feels more like a not that bad team. It's probably a not that bad kind of year for him. I do think the the legacy of the program should give them a little bit because you never know what's going to happen as far as, hey, maybe they pull a rabbit out of the hat here. If we put them in not that bad, I'm not going to be upset, though. All right. Not upset. It's That's that's basically a two to... Not upset is not that bad. Two to abstain, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody's kind of already agreed that St. Francis yeah. is, is our playoff contender out of this conference. 100%. There's only going to be one team makes the playoffs out of the NEC. It's going to be the auto bid and then nobody else. So yep. we're betting on that being St. Francis... Uh, Stonehill, kind of by NCAA rules, is in better luck next year. <laughs> yeah, but program-wise, I think they're in a not-that-bad category. I would agree with that. Uh, so, because fuck the NCAA, there you go, Stonehill. I mean, if we really wanted to say fuck the NCAA, we'd say they were a tough out. 
Uh, yeah, they're not I, burning sick. They're not that right good. But is Wagner really bad. good? No, Wagner's yeah. ass. Wagner's I really want to make it. I really want to make this look like a middle finger for the NCAA. So putting Stonehill at the back of tough outs Jeez, would this. probably make the most sense. <laughs> yeah, but we got to have some journalistic integrity here, man. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, I do want to say this about Wagner. So last year they went one in 10, which you think, wow, that's really bad. But then you realize that one win broke a 26 game losing streak for Wagner. I remember uh, that. <laughs> so that's cool. Glad they were able to do that. Uh, I would recommend winning more than one game in the future. That'd be a good I would look. recommend not going on a 26 game losing streak. That would also be helpful. It's an option. It's an option. Uh, they do have a grad transfer at quarterback from UConn. So maybe that helps for some reason. I wouldn't keep my hopes up, but maybe. And they have one really good offensive lineman. Antonio Williams is pretty solid. Uh, remember, they had a, a edge rusher last year, uh, Titus Leo, who we all raved about, or at least I did in the pre-draft process. Uh, he's not there anymore. So brutal. I, I hope they win another game. That'd be cool. <laughs> or they just continue on and go for a 27-game losing streak this year because I'm why not? Low-key kind of like, did they win the first game of the season and then lose everything else and just started at a 10-game losing streak? No, because they won oh, okay. a conference game. Oh, which, good. Holy shit. How bad is Central Connecticut State? I told you, bad. <laughs> you know what? Hey, let's go back and let's put Central Connecticut State behind. No. In their own tier. <laughs> Better luck three years from now. That's where we put Wagner and Central Connecticut State. <laughs> yeah. oh, brutal. Brutal. Yeah, better luck when half your conference goes to the FBS. <laughs> yeah, just wait for St. Francis Sacred Heart to get invited to the CAA. Uh, <laughs> it'll happen eventually. Maybe Merrimack will get into the ACC once it falls apart. And then <laughs> then you have a shot with Wagner. <laughs> Jesus. It'll just be them against Central Connecticut State five times for conference play. Oh, God, stop it. That's disgusting. <laughs> we have lost any NEC fan that was listening to us previously. They're just like, fuck these guys, we're done. Look, any NEC fan completely understands their <laughs> conference is not good. I mean, that's, that's also true. fan is probably a fan of St. Francis, Duquesne, Merrimack, or Sacred Heart. So They won't admit anything else. And I'm wearing a Long Island University hat, and you can't even read it. So that's it's beautiful. Because it's, it's yellow on white. What would you expect? And, I know. and your computer's too bright. At every time, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but that was the NEC. Quite a fun conversation about the Northeast Conference uh, for no good reason. Didn't deserve that fun of a conversation, but it got one anyway. So if you want to check us out at other locations or find another conference preview, you can certainly do that at the links below. Uh, if Tug feels like reading them to you, that'd be really cool, but I doubt that No, they'll, will. they'll be linked in the description. I'll read, read them after the Ivy League. Crazy. Fuck the Ivy League. Crazy. I'm going to give you league. every chance to say that today. Uh, but if you're on Twitch with us, 
first of all, twitch.tv slash big dudes in the trenches. And second of all, thank you. Third of all, stick around because we'll be right back very shortly. But if you are watching us on another platform, thank you so much for tuning in. We have been the big dudes in the trenches. And uh, football's coming very soon, folks. Very soon. Get excited. It's happening. Is it? Is it happening? Feel it in your bones. It's happening for real. (laughs) See y'all.